0: Home, I went and visited my old cousin where I used to live. Out of the basement, everybody!
1: <laughs> and then you went back to your new home with your other cousin that you live with.
0: Yes, I Very always have good. a cousin nearby just in case.
1: Good, good, good. Well, cousins are really important, but. Uh, but what's more so, important? <laughs> a little bit more important is our guest that we have today.
0: Yes, our guest, Kristen Cunningham! Kristen Cunningham!
2: Yay! Yay. Oh Thank my you so much gosh, for being
0: here. Baby.
2: Yeah, it's exciting to be here with you guys, virtually. Yeah,
0: <laughs> virtually, of course, yes. Different time zone, but same heart, you yeah, know? That's right.
2: <laughs> How are you? How is the weather? Um, It's good. I'm good. I'm caffeinated. I walk to the coffee shop nearby. Nice. My house, so nice. I'm a 100%. I'm a full person. <laughs> yeah. What
1: kind, what kind of coffee do you get from the coffee place nearby? Um
2: the coffee place nearby has like some specialty coffee where they like put cocoa nibs and like peppers and stuff like that Ooh, okay that sounds a good a true delight until you get to the last sip and you're just like honestly why didn't you filter this out
1: cause it's like all just
2: like the stuff on the bottom of it like, it's just like yeah. just sucking in pepper at the bottom and you're just like yeah. oh, I make this decision on my own why won't someone stop
1: me? <laughs> cause you just like force yourself to eat all those bits at the end
2: not right (laughs) you're
1: like i spent how much money on this i'm gonna eat the entire thing yep
0: yeah you like go on a coffee field trip and it ends in a disaster exactly That's hilarious so are is everyone still practicing social distancing in la are people wearing masks what's the sitch k-town is not
1: (laughs) kind of in like a weird transitiony period right now
2: k-town is not which is honestly so wild because they'll wear masks for so much less. You know, like, they'll yeah. be like, um, it's fire. They're wearing masks, but, like, now I've seen so much less masks than I would see during <laughs> Now I- everyone's dying and, dying like, and they're like, Oh, it's like no, you guys, this is why. You-. But um, some people are, some people aren't. It's okay. a whole, you know, gamut of it. Okay. It's, it's, How is it's a lot bad? of this
1: Yeah, it's a lot of the same over here too, I would say. <laughs> yeah, I'd a... say
0: it depends on where you're at and um I don't know. Most places like around here in like Ferndale and stuff like most places are abiding by it, but I've gone to some other places where I was the only person in there with a mask on, you know. Like a store? Yeah. I went to a restaurant to pick up food where were we? in like Clinton Township and uh, I was the only person with a mask on and I was like, this is not cute. And then like the next place I went to, they were like, we'll bring it out to you. You didn't have to come inside. And I was just like, I like this. So yeah, yeah, I think, I think you just have to like decide after you go to those places, like not to go there for a while (laughs) yeah, or ever.
2: And I mean, the thing is what's really wild is We do currently have an ordinance where everyone is supposed to wear a mask, and yet it's just like, hey, I mean, is there anybody to do something about? Well, I went into a pet supply
0: plus, and this man, like. Yelled at the woman at the counter because some woman walked in without a mask on mm-hmm. and everyone had one on in there. And he was like, You promise me, like the woman at the register made him a oh, promise or no. something. And she was just like, Sir, like I'm sorry she didn't have a mask on. And at this moment, the woman had already walked back up to her car and got her mask. Like she just forgot. Yeah. And she like came back in and he's still like berating the lady at the register. Mm. And she was like, I'm sorry I put it on. Like it was like, Okay. So it,
2: yeah, it's just, it's a yeah. gamble. But, like, you know? it's it's such a, it's so, the, it's really interesting how, like, retailers are responding. I went to my first retailer that was, like, Yeah, no, we're not letting you inside until we take your temperature. And I was like, Oh, I like this energy. Yeah, this is
0: something I can get behind.
2: And I was like, I was like, this is great for a lot of reasons because a, I don't have to go to the doctor to figure out. (laughs) I was like, this is free
1: healthcare. I'm into it. I don't have to get my checkup anymore. I'm good to go. Like, oh,
2: that's that's my temperature. It's very low. (laughs) Was it
1: like one of those like the gun ones that like they can do? Yeah, I
2: was like, I was like, ooh, this is future technology. I'm into yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah, I think we'll be seeing
1: a lot more of those in the next yeah,
2: coming months. I hope so. I'm just like, I never, if I go to a doctor again and they're like, hey, stick out your tongue, we're gonna put this thermometer under this, I'm gonna be like, I pay way too much for this, you better get me I know the forehead gun. <laughs> yeah, forehead guns only.
0: I'd like the forehead swab, sir. <laughs> if it's elevated, then we'll turn to that. Oh, uh, that's
3: hilarious.
1: Yeah, it's just really weird. I've heard, like, both sides of the spectrum are. They're like, "Do not come in here unless you've got a mask." Whereas, like, there's other ones where they like will kind of tease you or bully you because you're wearing a mask, and it's like, mm-hmm. "Well, fuck you!" I guess yeah. I'm
0: yeah.
1: gonna remember this and not come back here. Yeah. yeah,
0: absolutely. People are disgusting. Yeah,
1: uh, people certainly are disgusting, aren't they? Yeah. um We've got a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world right now. We've got the death of um, George Floyd and all these protests going on in the world and that was a huge reason why we want to have Kim on today so you can share with us your insight and things that Maggie and I really we can try to understand but we don't want to be the ones speaking on we want to be the ones listening and learning from that and we really appreciate having you on today Kim.
0: It's Kristen. Oh my God. Oh my
1: God. <laughs> I am mortified, Kristen. My apologies. I get called the wrong name all the time. I'm going to totally edit that out so I don't like <laughs> completely fucking asshole. <laughs>
2: Side. I am, I am mortified. People who just like does not care. Well, okay,
1: so I get called Brandon all the time, so like I'm used to that. But because of that, I am so sensitive to people's names, and I want to get people's names. So my apologies, oh, I'm Kristen. like caught any
2: variation of Chris. Anything that Christina, starts with the Christina, I'm just like whatever at this point. I'm just like it's, <laughs> like I know what we're talking about. <laughs>
1: My apologies,
0: though.
2: But cool. yes, we did
0: absolutely want someone on, for sure. And a Kim or a Kristen. No, I'm just kidding. Kristen, we're so happy That's, to have you.
1: We really, really wanted Kim, but we got Kristen.
2: Thank yeah, you. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry to be your
0: second choice. <laughs> um, oh,
2: goodness gracious. Yeah, no. I mean, um, I feel like I've just been like... I, so, this week, I really didn't get shit posting until this week and then i was like oh no okay i get it now because like yeah as comics we all know shit posters and you're just like oh this is exhausting how can you keep this up and then i was like oh no okay cool 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 i get this now this makes a lot more sense yes so i feel like i've just been um you know kind of kind of a negative account this week but like in a way that I'm emotionally fine with. Um, my mom, not so much. My your mom, is your mom a, isn't? My mom is not a social media person. And um, early into the quarantine, I set Does her up. Does she have a social in- media? She has Instagram now. Okay. I set her up one because um, she. I wanted her to see um, D-Nice's um, DJ set. Oh, Instagram. nice, nice, nice. So now she just like every once in a while goes and looks at my Instagram, which she shouldn't. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I think that um, while you're making some really valid points, you should be, like, very concerned that, like, employers might see this. And I'm like, no, I want them to see this. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. like, because I, I don't want it to be any surprise about uh, what my energy is. Oh, <laughs>
1: yeah. Absolutely. Is there something in, like, particular that she, like, had was to worried say about?
2: about? Um, my mom is, like, so... I I come from a very like churchy conservative background from that standpoint so really it's the curse words that get my mom okay. um, but like that's her energy even behind my stand up every once in a while she'll be like hey you know Sinbad didn't curse I'm like I'm not Sinbad <laughs> I go like what are you talking about I'm way I'm so much not that funny like <laughs> yeah. no, I need this crutch give that to me please <laughs> oh yeah. god Simbad. I'm like, who goes Sinbad? I'm like, no, you can't yeah. describe a star as an <laughs> Like, that's a one... Like, only Sinbad is Simbad. There's not even... I'm close to that. Since. That's so funny. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: I've seen your posts, though, and I think they are real, and they are funny, and I like the emotion and the yeah. energy. Yeah, I actually really
1: like that, too. I think it's important yeah. for us to be hearing people yeah different perspectives and different emotions and it's like, yeah, you're upset about this and you have valid reasons and
0: right. Let's listen to what
1: you have to say. And
0: And I think you made a good point about employers seeing that type of energy because employers need to see that type of energy.
2: Yeah, no, I mean it's the the one really another really good thing about this is just like um just because It's a gig economy. I live out here. I moved out here to get into a gig economy. Obviously if gigs are close, I'm not working. So I've not been working for the longest period of time that I've ever not worked in my life besides being a child. And it's very interesting for me to be like, Oh, this is a really great time to reflect, to be like, Hey, what's acceptable and what's not acceptable from employers anymore. Um, So, I mean, it's not, it's nothing that I haven't ever been posting. I'm just like, mostly like, ah, okay, we're not doing um, anything private anymore. So you can just pull up with whatever you pull up and it's not, and like, also, in all of my interviews out here, I'm like, my mom is concerned about this, but she doesn't know that one of the things that I have on my resume is um, when I volunteered for the Voters Not Politicians campaign, I have like that on my resume because I was um, the co-chair of Outreach in Oakland County for that, um, which is a role I got specifically because no one else would volunteer for it I was like I really don't want to do this and they're just like no one else is volunteering for this and I'm like fine um so yeah so I am just like it's technically still like I did so much it was a really great position to be in because it got uh it gave me an opportunity to meet a lot of different people yeah
0: what is the role can you explain it a little bit
2: um, so basically, what I would do is organize, um, like organize and talk with like churches and different like organizations um, to set up meetings and educations about voters, not politicians, when we were in the petition drive phase of it, and then shortly after it, just so people understood when it would, when it got on the ballot. Hey, this is the reasons why you should vote for it. Um, so just like going and setting up um, educators from within the campaign to talk to people or going to booths um, at conventions and stuff like that and sitting down and talking to people and giving them points about that. And every once in a while um, going from door to door as well to um, do that. So at one point it was just like getting those signatures and then another point it turned in, once we got all the signatures, it just turned in strictly to education about, what that initiative was.
0: That's awesome. Very cool. Voters
1: not politicians. Yes. Uh, it okay.
2: that, was, yeah. uh, that was a really fun time and I was like, okay, cool. I'm exhausted from campaigns. Let me start comedy now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally left the campaign and went straight to comedy. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> well, I mean, politics <laughs> turned into comedy at that point, so I so 100%... Right
2: right right? yeah, <laughs> it's a nice it was a nice, easy transition, I'm sure. Yes. Oh, yeah. i get talking to people. It's the same thing. Now
1: I just get to <laughs> tell. <laughs> just like a teeny little bit
0: different. That's yes. all. Yeah. Oh, well. Yes. Do you think, like, your time in that position has um, come into your comedy at all? Do you think
2: that's at all influenced any of your comedy? Um, I would say yeah. I mean, especially with stand-up, um, it's hard to give a shit about any audience members when um, you've literally knocked on Trump supporters doors and they're like, hey, yeah, listen, I am here to be like, I think we should have more voting rights, which they're not into. So. Right. <laughs> right. And, the, and being able to convince them of that. And you just like, I had this one door that I knocked that I'll never forget because it was just like one of those things where I kind of blacked out for a second and like didn't know what I said to this person but got them to agree Uh for the initiative and I was oh really yeah I was just like he's telling me yeah no like basically like oh I'm not here for Democrats and stuff like that I'm like listen that's not what I'm even here to talk to you about um and I only know what I said because my sorority sister was door knocking with me and she's like I've never seen someone change energy like this before but I was like Listen, I respect the energy. That's not why I'm here. So <laughs> and then I just like I think a lot of it is just like getting people to understand that you're listening to them even if they're fucking wrong. Yeah. You know, and then yeah. just moving from there. Um I don't know. It was a very It's probably wild to
0: see that type of like mindset though like up close in the fresh or in the flesh and them being like yeah this is wrong even though it's something that would totally in 100 percent protect them as an individual voter
2: yeah. yeah i'm just like yeah i'm just like even if you feel like this is the like politician for you that's one politician and um you know the rest you could be getting a lot more out of um it's just like we're really at this point letting a lot of politicians just collect checks and it's just like, yo, this would be unacceptable on any other job. You know, like totally, someone would yeah. have to put in some level of effort. There would be to, like, some sort of accountability going <laughs> right? on
1: here. This is nuts. It's yeah. Just like,
2: watching politicians right now is just like that moment where your boss comes by and like you should have that gut instinct to like look busy, but they don't even have that. They're just like, I just those? don't give a, I'll be, a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Watching this video in the middle of the day, and I am just going to continue <laughs> watching it, and invite you to watch it with me. Is the energy? What? Oh so wow. Yeah.
0: That's a
1: good analogy. Uh-
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. god. It's it's wild seeing all of these politicians though still, like, answering those blanket statements that are oh, like. Yeah. Like, I watched the, the mayor of Minneapolis say that he's not going to actively defund the police mm-hmm. still. And f- literally, the, a crowd of Black Lives Matters protesters showed up at this man's front door. He came out, was in the middle of a circle of the entire protest, standing at his door, asking him the one question. He couldn't say it.
2: Well, and it was just like,
0: God.
2: Like, that, at, that at least shows a level of, like, um, you know just, like, bravery and just, like, being a regular fucking person rather than, like, um, our mayor out here, Eric Garcetti, is holding all of these, like, all of these, like, um, little... I'm blanking on the word that I'm trying to say, but um, he keeps doing, like, these... press conferences, that's what I'm getting to, Um, from inside of his house while protesters are literally outside of his house. So it's just like, fucking go outside, my guy, and just, like, address these people who have, like, been outside of your house for days and stop talking from the podium inside of your house. It's making me so
0: mad. The fact that you have a podium inside (laughs) your house is something we also have to address.
2: (laughs) I'm just like, oh, this is... So ridiculous. Like, you shouldn't have this podium in here. Like, (laughs) A, what's the podium doing? B, I can't
1: get past this podium. This is just absolute (laughs) bullshit.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. I just like see it and I like they were talking he was like oh i'm gonna address the protesters on his twitter and i was like okay cool i'm gonna watch this expecting him to go outside of his house because i knew people had been protesting for hours and then i tuned into it and i heard one sentence and he was behind the podium i'm like they're outside go outside yeah Get away from that podium. Yeah. Go onto your porch. Yeah. I'm just like, you put on a suit, got behind a podium, and this was so much ever than it would have been to go outside in a t-shirt and jeans, I promise.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess it does take a lot of effort to actually come outside and address people. Um, but I feel like people need to just like stop being scared to say the wrong thing and be prepared to acknowledge if they do something wrong and change it, you know, and move forward. And I just wish a lot of these politicians and just even like people in our community would realize that, you know, like
2: being wrong is We're here
0: for you if you're if you're (laughs)
2: wrong as long as you can acknowledge it and be
0: bad. What did you say, Kristen?
2: Being wrong is so fun, like um I feel like i'm <laughs> I'm a person who's wrong a lot actually um and but what I mean by that is like I feel like i I feel like I fail a lot, and I know that's mostly because like I have perfectionist energy and I don't meet those standards, but I feel like I learn a lot from those failures and I'm really grateful for them and i think and i've been reflecting on it and i think that like one of the major issues that we have going on as a um country right now is just like um our inability to be wrong i think it's just like one of the major diseases in this country is just like inability to admit fault at all because it's just like hey you can you can totally change you can always change um you because like for years now like you've seen all of these people who have there's plenty of people who are like oh yeah i used to um i grew up in like a household with like the westboro church and stuff like that and now i'm on the other side of that and i see and i use my time and my platform to say Hey, this is what they were about. Like, this is why I don't believe in that anymore, and stuff like that. And I think that that's something that we really, I I think that that needs to be like given more space. Not necessarily like a platform, but like just given it space to say, hey, like you can be fucking wrong. Like, it's okay to be wrong wrong about so much stuff.
1: And it there's like it's empowering to embrace that and change your yeah. mind and you're allowed to do that. And
2: I think right. like the second that you're like, oh, I'm not willing to learn anymore is the moment that you're willing to, that you're lost. Like, it's just yeah. like w- the idea that you can stop learning something is like fully like, insane <laughs> to me. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, it's just like, um, no, there's truly, truly so much time has passed from our ability to just have oral history, that there's no way that you can not be learning something. Right. Absolutely. Also, there's too many, like, subsets of civilization to be like, oh, yeah, no, I got it. I get yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> five different types of people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if
1: you think you're done learning, I think you might be, like, one of the stupidest people in the room. Like, right. we're like, never what? done.
0: Do you want to start into the pillar
2: segments? Sure. Why not?
1: Awesome, Sweet. let's do it. All right, our first one is called The Sprout Stage. The Sprout. Which is childhood to 18.
2: Okay, so um, um, honestly, I don't have a lot of memories before age six, um, but highlights are, um, I was not a good student. Um, okay. okay. And, and I was... Only not a good student because I didn't our education system is not the best in that it doesn't know how to like really deal with people who are learning at different levels yeah so yes. I got a lot of things quickly and I would ask questions that were like above like what we were talking about and stuff like that and that was not really supported in a lot of schools that I was in. So I was just like, oh, okay, cool. Um, And I quickly learned to be like, okay, I can do this many assignments or whatever to just like give out the work that um, will get me like an A or B in class. I was like one of those kids. I don't understand how I don't understand statistics now because I truly would just look at a syllabus and go, this is the amount of work I need to do. To get an A, and that's all I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get that semester after semester, and it was just like, oh, it was so wild. My parents would like freak out at, um, like, report midterm report cards because it would just like be like, oh, you have a C or whatever, and I'm just like, no, 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 we're pacing, so like, right. less of these things. But you yes. can't explain that to your. You can't explain to your parents like you're running essentially a scam on the education system. <laughs> you can't be like, "Hey, yeah, no, it's fine. I like planned it out. I only have to do like these two more essays. Yeah, like, this homework assignment, and get like at minimum like an 80 on this last final, and I'm good." Parents do not understand that. <laughs> I'm
0: coming in <laughs> in the last lap, Mom. Just stick
2: with me. This <laughs> is a marathon,
1: not a sprint. <laughs>
2: parents do not like that and then especially if your parents are engineers they do not like (laughs)
1: oh
3: yeah I can imagine
2: they're just like uh what are you doing and I'm just like um what what do you think I'm doing you have me in like freaking dance class I'm doing kumon after school like I was one of those kids like that truly they were just like no we have to keep you in activities and blah 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 so, like, make sure you're not into things. Because, like, I was a latchkey kid, which, mm-hmm. obviously, that's all of my energy is just latchkey <laughs> uh. <laughs> like,
0: kids. Um, that might be one of the top ten funniest things I've ever heard. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, so, I feel that very hard. I was a latchkey kid as well.
2: <laughs> so I was a latchkey kid. And um, also, my grandmother lived with us. And for the duration of my, for like my whole life, my grandma pretty much lived with us. And that whole time my grandma had dementia. So also it's just like living with someone who had dementia in the house, which was mostly like fine, but like also it led to like really interesting situations where she would like get confused about time and stuff like that. And um, sometimes she would, get up in the middle of the night and be like it's time for breakfast And <laughs> did you guys some, go along with it no Some no? she would acknowledge that she shouldn't knock on my parents door but she would knock on my door and be like hey it's time for breakfast you should make me breakfast and I'm just like no it's midnight grandma I'll go to bed
1: <laughs> and <laughs> so- I like how she knew she shouldn't go to your parents room but, but- she would still <laughs> feel confident to go to your bedroom Yeah.
2: I was <laughs> like oh. So I like sleep to my, sleep with my door closed to this day because of that. <laughs> was like, oh, oh. Fine. this is fine. Um, but like, no, that I I love my grandma. She was like one of my people. Um,
0: That's so special that you have all the memories, too, yeah. of like, yeah. that time with her, you know? Yeah,
2: it is. It's truly wild. She was a great person. Um, and then my parents got divorced in middle school. So you can see the energy between Lashkey Kid and Divorce Kid <laughs> meeting Whoa, each other. And I feel this. As a yeah. <laughs> and, um, so my parents got divorced, and shortly after my parents divorced, my dad moved around to different states. So he like moved to Iowa, and I <laughs> totally had forgotten about that, and very recently started. Um, doing some jokes about that like because um I totally had forgotten that like you know how in Michigan you get your hours for your um learner's permit you Uh with driving I got all of my hours driving from Chicago to Iowa like oh really yeah that is a very flat drive (laughs) yeah because we would like um my mom was scared to get on the freeway with me so, like, you have to do the freeway hours. And my dad was like, well, I guess we'll do them. And I would, but he was like, no, the drive from Michigan to Chicago is too dangerous. But once we get past Chicago, that's where I feel comfortable with you driving. So, like, I would drive that way. And it's just, like, really wild. But that's how I got my hours.
3: <laughs> I mean, by,
1: like, boom, you just got it done in one fell swoop. Like, you're yeah, good with the uh, like, freeway driving.
2: So um. I was not a good student. I was always into like some sort of like tomfoolery or like connery of, um, the education system. Like I had, um, really bad asthma as a kid and I would use that to get out of things. I mean, (laughs) I respect that. Truly convinced my, um, elementary school gym teacher that I couldn't run I was like no I'm gonna have an asthma attack so I can't run and I truly never had to run or anything like that. I, I, You know how you're supposed to like do the run for like the, uh, what was it, like the presidential whatever thing that we had to do as kids? Didn't have yeah. To do that. I, I just like uh-huh. pulled a full scam and didn't have to do any of that. And I was Did just like, oh you man. not have
1: to do the thing where you like had to like put your, like, do you know what I'm talking about? You had your foot on that thing and then you had to like see how far you can move oh, yeah. your body over. You
2: no, know, I could do, I was like, anything that, like involved running I was like no I can't do this because I would just like go a couple of feet and just like do very deep breaths and like did you
0: ever feel like you you had did you ever feel like you had to say you couldn't do it because you weren't sure if you would be giving up the lie
2: (laughs) on all the other categories that you couldn't do No. no I was just like anything that was like remotely like cardio I think I had enough sense to be like oh no I can't do it and then interspersed in that with other cardio, I did have like a- real asthma attacks to make it, <laughs> to make the last stick to yeah. help your cause. <laughs> so it's just like, oh, it was such, like, I was like always like, oh um, yeah. I, sometimes I would just be like, oh yeah, I just want to go home. So I would say, hey, I'm having an asthma attack and just go to the office. And like the office knew that I wasn't, but like legally they kid- <laughs> yeah, like, yeah <laughs> I love this I remember like in elementary school I broke my um fingers and I was just like oh and I didn't realize they were broken obviously I was just like oh they're hurt and I was like oh no I already called my parents last week so like I can't go home
1: <laughs> for a real <laughs> oh, thing <no>. this
2: time <laughs> I was like, and was like no I can't go home I called them last week and if I call them today, then, like, a couple of weeks from now, when I want to go home, I can't go home. <laughs> you were preparing for a couple weeks. I was weeks. just, like, sitting there, and my teacher is like, I really think that you should go to the office and call home. And I'm like, I think it's fine. <laughs> and, like, and, like, when a whole school, like...
0: Well, but no, that no, also no, kinda helps building. you
2: too, because yeah. then if you were
0: feeling bad, they'd be like, Well, even when she broke her finger, she stayed, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, so she's not <laughs> full of shit all these other times. Like
2: Yeah. Right? I was just like just compounding on like it was just like every time that I went to the office it felt valid because of all the rest of the bullshit that I was doing <laughs> in the background. Um, so like I made it the rest of the day, and my dad broke a lot of bones, so, like, he was familiar with, like, what a broken bone looked like, and, like, he happened to pick me up that day. It was just like, oh, no, we have to go to the doctor right now before your mom gets home. We absolutely, <laughs> this is not something she's going to come home to. Like. How, did you, how did you break your finger? Um, I broke it playing tag. Um, two other kids landed on my head. It's a dangerous game. <laughs> yeah. It's a dangerous game. Like, we had a slide and I was sliding down and then there was a handlebar at the top of the slide and one kid flipped over the handlebar, landed on my finger, and then another kid landed on that kid as I was getting up to leave. And I was just like, yeah, um, I had to lie about that one because my parents were like, how did you even break your finger? And I'm just like, yeah, I have enough in me not to admit that like a child landed on me. So what did, you, what did you tell them? I was just like, oh, I just like fell down the slide and landed weird.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Believable, I like
2: that. Believable. Yeah. I was like, it's enough of the truth to not be a lie and not be questioned. I was like, not a great kid.
0: <laughs> oh my god. You sound so, like,
1: like a, you. You sound like a pretty normal kid, though, to me. Yeah, For I feel sure. like I've done
2: all of those.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: absolutely. Like just a, like be a kid is like kind of like the funnest time to do like scams and cons.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Well you have like all the confidence in the world. You right. like think everyone is stupid and that you're way smarter than everyone else. <laughs> I totally remember that time it's like I'm gonna lie nonstop. And then I got a little bit older and it's like this isn't working the same way anymore. And yeah. now I don't like to lie because it makes you really anxious. But yeah,
0: and it's also hard work. It's, so it's a, hard work you have, have to, work to remember so much stuff yes yeah oh, is i like, can't do oh it
1: yeah like i feel yeah. like Kristen, you should have been like really stressed out all the time you're like i have to keep all of my stories straight and I
0: was yeah totally chill and <laughs> this is we are all one in the same in the sense that as children in school we did not feel like it was working for us so we figured out a way to <laughs> make it work as much as possible yeah. yeah so that's so funny i think i got a lot of
1: respect for that yeah
0: my oh my god that's so many good stories i love
2: that yeah, so that's childhood. It's just, like, you know. This is
1: a big part of who I am today. A lot of those it's things like, probably still manifest really, themselves in one way oh, or yeah. another. I
2: definitely yeah. just read like, a, a child who um, does not have quite enough supervision, but just enough not to get a truck
1: that was an awesome sprout you sound like a very lovable child and just doing what you have to do to get through school It sounded like you actually got some good grades though so
2: yeah i
0: mean like good on I, you yeah i did all of those and had an average of a C. that's so. what i was gonna say I was like if i was pulling that same
1: kind of energy i wasn't getting uh bees or anything like that
0: no no no
1: love uh, should we go into our next segment Yes. Sure. All right. So the next one is called Seedling Stage. The Seedling. And that is um 18 to 25.
2: Okay. So I after after high school, um I went to um Albion College for a little bit. Um okay. which um was a culture shock in every I bet. <laughs> um I just like was never a person who really like did outside things and it's just like basically being like hey go to school in a forest and um it was just interesting it was a weird place to be um i enjoyed it while i was there like i joined a sorority while i was in school um i initially went to school for international business and then very quickly figured out that um I didn't actually like or understand business that much okay. um, and then I became an international philosophy major which is not a real thing cannot- <laughs> 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 I, like, what that I love that <laughs> international
1: got slapped in the front of it like <laughs> yeah
2: I was just like I'll keep this major <laughs> That's why like, we should not let children decide their lives. No.
1: That's why gap years are, like, a thing that we should be doing. Oh, so important. Of. <laughs> yes. Oh,
3: my international God. International philosophy. <laughs> international philosopher.
2: i like, oh, my God. And I just had some personal stuff go on, like, my um, freshman year with my family and just, like, just was not, couldn't really give school the focus that it needed to have. And then um, my computer, my sophomore year of college, wiped itself out like the week before finals. Oh no. (laughs) All your philosophy, All all the papers that I had written, I had never been like a student who was like, oh, I'm going to write things ahead of time. I'm always like a, to the due date person. And this was the only time in my life that I had like written things ahead of time to like- You learned your lesson,
1: never ever (laughs) do your homework ahead of time.
2: Right, just completely wiped. And I was like, oh, well, fuck it. (laughs) Then I dropped out after that. Um, I dropped out, but I was like, oh, I'm gonna come back because at that point you're just like, oh, I'm not emotionally ready and prepared to say I'm leaving college. (laughs) <laughs> so um then I started working retail and a lot of um uh, I feel like that was like a lot of my education actually in my twenties was working retail. I worked in Somerset. Like yes. okay. a in for, for years. Yes. <laughs> you can learn so much just being in retail. I was <laughs> like, uh, who needs who needs real school when um uh, you have um Blue Hills and Birmingham
3: Moms yelling at you on the record. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You're learning some, like,
2: priceless
1: people skills.
2: Yes, yes. You're just like, oh, okay. I I actively am really good at saying no to people now.
1: Can you guys even believe what we just listened to? (laughs) That's nuts. But wait until next time, because it just
3: gets nuttier.